The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Stone Cold Steve Austin impersonator Phil McDonald here to tell you to go support Going In Raw and Friendo Club at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. They got bonus episodes, ad-free audio, a weekly newsletter rounding up the weekend wrestling news, and a bunch more. Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Go support or get hit with a stutter. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and of course taped live of the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Do not adjust the settings on your television set because yes, we are doing this earlier on a Friday, part of the new way we're reclaiming our Friday nights. And so, uh, but you know, we're, we're still going to give you guys five is that right? Five or six? Yep, yeah, five, five, uh, five, five podcasts five a week. Five podcasts a week. Yep. And sometimes more if there is pay-per-views on the weekend. Indeed. Uh, so, yeah, that's still happening. And I like, you know, man, Thursdays we don't do a podcast, but there's always news that happens on Thursdays. And then, of course, usually the Wrestling Observer drops his newsletter. There's all uh-huh. sorts of great little chunks in oh, there. Yes. So there's all sorts of stuff for us to talk about. And the cool thing about doing it this way, man, is that we both watched Impact Wrestling. So now we officially are going to be covering Impact and NXT UK in the podcast yes. realm. I don't know. I can't say if this is with a, a great degree of certainty, but I think, I don't know, I think we might be the only podcast that covers NXT UK now. That would not shock me. I could be wrong. That would not shock I'm me. probably wrong. You would think that with the like 30 podcasts going on over there at like Fightful with like their overbooked channel and all that stuff, somebody would cover it, but I don't know, man. I don't know. So I'll I put that know. out there and then Maybe please not. correct me. Please correct me if I am wrong. Yeah. Because I would like to be wrong here because NXT UK deserves uh, a lot more coverage because they are WWE's best weekly television program. It is. Absolutely it is, man. So if I'm wrong, matches. please tell me. Please tell me. I got, you know what, man? I'm even a... NXT UK Insider. I got Wolfgang on my Twitter following oh, me, so responding. Respond oh, what do you have to say? In two important questions. My my question to him was, "Hey man, you got to keep your guys together." In yeah, Dallas. what do you say? Yeah, what do you he say? He said, "I'm trying to exclusive, there exclusive there right here." Anyways, Larson, enough of that mumbo jumbo. Why don't we go ahead and roll right into the news? A lot of Let's. people, a lot of people are talking about. We're talking about. Uh, 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 the finale there to the ep- to last Wednesday's episode, this past Wednesday's episode of Dynamite with the debut of Satnam Singh. And on the latest edition of Busted Open, Tony Khan talked about the fan reaction, which anecdotally speaking anyways, was not great uh, uh, to, to, to his debut on this past Wednesday Dynamite. These transcripts come to you from Fightful. He said this simply, I could have done it better. 
It's one of those things I wish I had done it differently because the fans are always going to be right. So the fans don't like something. Sometimes there's something where you're trying to get heat. So if you're in a trying to get heat situation, people aren't always going to love it. But there are things about it that I probably should have done differently now that I see in hindsight. To be honest, it wasn't my idea to turn the lights out, but I am the ultimate filter and who everything goes through. I put the outline of the show together, and when I came in Wednesday, I thought it was the best outline I had ever put together. One of them, at least. It was as much strong wrestling as you could fit into the program, and I thought up to that point, the show was excellent. That was one of the things we went off on. People might not have liked it. Satinum is an important person for us. It was an important to debut him in a meaningful way, and to show that with Jay Lethal, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. At the same time, turning the lights off for somebody people didn't recognize, that's a great point. To be honest, the person who brought who brought off turning the lights off has over 30 years of experience in pro wrestling. When they brought it up to me, I was only looking at the pros, and I should have thought about the cons because that is my job as the person who decides what goes in and who filters out these ideas. I should have seen the negatives before we did it, and I really didn't see them until it actually happened. That's not Satnam's fault. It's definitely not Lethal's fault. At the same time, I'm very excited for it. It created a lot of buzz. Satnam's debut has been the most watched thing out of the show, and it's gotten international attention. I wanted it to get, but I didn't want it to loom over a lot of great stuff on the show either, uh, and I don't think it has or will. His main qualm seems to be with the thing that he didn't bring to the table, which was turning the lights out. Well, that's, I mean, I could see that point because sure. when you turn the lights out, you, the expectation is, maybe we talked about on the recap, the expectation is some huge, massive surprise. Yeah, Claudio Cameraman. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and and that's not to say that Satnam Singh won't be an important part of AEW or Ring of Honor going forward. Mm -hmm. Just that bar is set, especially mm -hmm. in AEW. Lights mm -hmm. come down, they come back up. Something major is about to happen. Yeah. And when the lights come up and it's somebody who's enormous and opposing and someone they might have high hopes for, but if the fans don't know who it is, it's going to come off as a bit underwhelming. Yeah, I want I want to start with this, man. Uh, <laughs> this dude rolls up the dynamite with an outline that he calls the best outline he's ever written. And it had a one single two and a half minute women's match. <laughs> Can we talk about that for a second? Yeah, uh, that's, that's a whole other issue. It's a it's a point I bring up in my wrestle juice video today. So go check that out over at uh, youtube.com slash wrestle juice. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I th it is kind of funny because there is a bit of passing the buck here for Tony. Oh, but yeah. uh, but, you know, I don't know. I guess, you know, billionaire, I guess he's going to do that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it is what it is. I think I think that there are plenty of people talking about how awesome Joe versus Suzuki was. Mm -hmm. You know, plenty of people talking about how great that Keith Lee swerve mm -hmm. uh, a Team Taz match was. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like the uh, the goofiness of this giant lumbering dude. Uh, you know, reminiscent of Giant Gonzalez, great Kali showing up. It's just, you know, because WWE, anytime AEW does something that is sort of like reminiscent of like things that aren't in huge favor that WWE does, like the big lumbering guys. Now, oh, for yeah, all yeah. I know, the Satnam Singh guy is going to be great. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But whenever you see like a legit seven foot plus guy, lumbering about in a wrestling ring you think of some of those characters in wrestling past that are not necessarily all that fondly remembered and because aew claims to be tries to be an alternative to that kind of thing it sticks out like a sore thumb i think that's one of the things that people yeah I, I don't disagree with, with that i don't disagree with that like aew has a very specific approach i'm not gonna say style but approach to wrestling yeah right and and it they on occasion will dip into sports entertainment territory i mean that's jericho's whole thing now mm -hmm. yeah right but but one thing they've kind of stayed away from is is uh, uh wrestlers who are attractions more so than wrestlers you know sure yeah and absolutely. that's this is we saw 90 seconds of what satinum singh could do mm -hmm. maybe he's gonna go in the ring and then he's gonna you know be like a technical uh, a, a genius in the ring. I what don't if he's, know. What if he's like a seven foot ninja Mac? Yeah. What if he's a seven foot Zack Saber Jr. 
We yeah. don't know these things. We have yeah. a small sample size. So it's entirely possible that he goes there and he's a good, really good wrestler. Mm -hmm. We just don't know. All yeah. we have to work off of is 90 seconds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't think it had anything to do with the lights going out. I, I, I really did. I mean, I, I understand your point. Like you put the lights out, you put the lights on. He thinks it's going to be, you know, somebody big like Claudio cameraman. But, uh, but regardless of the, of the lights coming on or off, um, I think it had more to do. If, even if this dude had attacked from behind and the lights had stayed on, I think people still would be like, well, what the hell is this guy? You know? They would have done that. But I think the, the expectation for the lights down trope is something huge. Yeah, sure. But yeah, I mean, like people have been like, who's this guy? But I don't know. What, expectation with the bar was set, but the lights out thing was something huge happening. Then, you know, in my opinion, just, just it would have been the exact same. In that alternate universe where 30 years of experience, dude didn't show up and say, turn the lights out. And instead they just had him attack from behind or something. Social media reaction. Social media reaction would have been the exact same. It would have been, what is this guy? Why did he show up? Why didn't they end on the middle finger coming out of the box? Because so that's clearly, I mean, like after we pitched that idea, it's, it's a no-brainer. You go with that. Right. Yeah. Where's the guy with 30 years of experience doing that? Where's the guy with 30 years of experience saying, why don't you take a couple minutes out of each of your multiple 15-minute-plus matches and give and, us, and, and give us some more match. women's wrestling? I know. I know. Why don't you do that? You got Ikaru Shida on your show. Why don't, I know. Why don't you show her wrestle? Because she's really good. Because she's really good. She's they, really good. There's a lot Ruby of really good Soho? wrestlers. I know. Can we, hey, instead of those oh, Where's she's on Wardlow, Rampage today. Instead of those Where, Where's Wardlow signs? Well, that's great. She's on Rampage. Yeah. But how long has it been since we've seen her? A while. Forever. A while. It's been a while. <laughs> been Anyways, a while. yeah. There's, there's bigger problems in AEW than... Oh, absolutely. 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 And I, look, I'm talking as an AEW sweaty. I appreciate the AW man. I'm sweaty all about them. They're not perfect. They need to fit no. more time for the women. You got that right. You got that right. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Uh, let's talk to about another thing that's been the conversation in the wrestling world. People get new names, Steve. Oh, um, yeah. So we've seen a bevy of NXT cops late. Uh, most noteworthy, perhaps Pete Dunn, now mm -hmm. Butch, yeah. Walter, now Gunther. Improvement, improvement. Keep going. Uh, Raquel one. Gonzalez, now Raquel Rodriguez. They all got new names on their way to the main roster. So better names, we've better assumed names. you're just saying that to irritate. Got We've it. assumed this policy was instituted to kind of protect WBIP, their intellectual property, the names of these characters, 
should they move on to other companies after time WWE has come to an end, uh, whether through uh, departure or being released. Uh, in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Melser, Dave Melser reports that Vince himself has apparently decreed that <laughs> nearly everyone coming into WWE now gets a new name. This is what Dave had to say. Quote, the actual story behind this is all the talent got a memo and Vince McMahon decreed he doesn't want anyone new using their real names anymore, nor names they've used before on the indie scene. Walter became Gunther because Walter was both his real name and a name he used on the independent scene. Raquel Gonzalez kept Raquel, not her real name, but had to drop Gonzalez, her real name. Uh, many thought Austin Theory dropped the Austin because of Steve Austin, but it's actually because his real name is Austin White. Raul Mendoza is a WB name, except Raul really is his first name, so he had to ditch it. Uh, as is always the case, the memo only applies to people who were who are newer and who they decide it decided to p- applies to. Randy Orton isn't going to change to Frank Trevino. And Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey don't have this applied to them. It would be nutty if Riddle has to change his name because Riddle really is his last name. But it looks like this applies most of people just coming to the main roster and doesn't apply to Cody Rhodes. But from this point forward, they don't want anyone new using former names from elsewhere or real first or last names, except if you're Gable Steveson. And this policy, that is, I believe, will change soon enough like it always does. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's good business right there. Plus, all these names are way better, anyways, dude. Butch, come on, that's an awesome name, dude. No, it's not. It's a terrible <laughs> oh, name. Whoa, don't yell at me. Um, it's an awful yeah. name, Steve. Awful. Yeah, I mean, some of them are some of them are kind of silly, like uh, you know, Austin Theory. I honestly figured, yeah, this is Austin. If you got big plans for a guy, you know, why would you want the the redundancy there? Um, but uh, but no, I guess you know, because I don't know, he shows up as Austin White. You know, that's that's such a far cry from Austin Theory. Yeah. You know, number of syllables, et cetera. Still et cetera. think they should just give him a new first name. Bill. Bill Theory. Well, as long as it's Bill, because honestly, you can't come up with a better name than Bill Theory. No. Bill Theory is great. It's yeah. impossible. It's impossible no, that's to come awesome. with a better name than Bill Theory. Yeah, I mean, it's cool that, you know, we get and I like that with Vince, it's like it's just he doesn't want to bother with like the details of it. He's just like it applies to everybody. New. All unless, new people. Come. Unless, unless there's name to be, or sorry, money to be na- made off the name they've already established, like Cody, like Abel Stevenson. Yeah, right. Yeah, then they well, won't do it. There's still that question. There's still that question of like, okay, let's say Hangman Adam Page, biggest young star in AEW, AEW World Champion, right? Mm-hmm. If if he was like, yeah, fuck this place, I want to go to WWE. They're not going to change his name. You wouldn't think so. He's a former AW champion. There's name value associated, especially as a former AW champion going to WWE, the competition. It's a big That's deal. a huge deal, you would this think. This is what we pay for. Yeah. 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 Uh, and therefore, you'd think they wouldn't change his name. Let's go through some of these then. MJF. They wouldn't change his name. They wouldn't change his name, right? I wouldn't think so, no. They wouldn't change his name. Um, uh, Jade Cargill. Maybe. Possibly, right? Maybe. Maybe in a couple of years, no. Yeah. But, but right now? Maybe. Possibly. Maybe. Possibly. Yeah. But it also depend on how much leverage the individual person has in terms of retaining that to a degree, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Everything, if Adam Cole yeah. were to go back to WWE mm-hmm. or entertain the op- the, uh, an offer for them in a few years, um. It's entirely possible. By that time, he might be AW champ too, and and, yeah. and, and, and just really uh, advanced his own brand to the point where they couldn't even think about changing his name. Yeah, I don't know. I was really kind of surprised that they wanted to do that when he was coming from NXT. I was like, that's kind of nuts. You're going to sign this guy to like a three year deal, and you're worried about and you want to change his name. I know because you think you you look at Tommaso Ciampa and his situation is pretty comparable to Adam Cole. Mm-hmm, yeah, former yeah, NXT no, champion. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely carried the right. brand on their back. Thousand keeps his name. You think Kinda Adam shocked. Cole would probably change his name too? Unless it's just one of those things where, well, we already have Michael Cole. We can't have two people with the same last name in the show because it's going to confuse people. That's the stupid. You're probably you're probably right, and that is the stupidest. thing. It really is. That is the dumbest thing. Then you change Michael Cole's name. Yeah. You know, you know, you don't change Adam Cole, baby. No. Was that dude on Factor Fiction last night? Uh, Eddie... Eddie Glickman? Yeah. Bebe. Bebe. Um, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, it's going int- to be interesting, uh, assuming this is a, a policy that's going to carry forward for 
I don't know, a, a decent amount of time, who it's going to apply to and who it's not going to apply to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And as 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 with all things with WWE, it's going to be it's going to seem fairly arbitrary. Mm-hmm. And it will be. It's going to be all you know because it's Vince's the whims. Whims of Vince, yeah. Right, change it. Don't change it. Give yep. him the stick. Don't give him the stick. This is kind of interesting. Speaking of WWE, uh, apparently they're interested in a GCW uh, sub brand. Although a very popular one. So, of course, as we all remember, Larson, WWE tried their think? hand at a shoot-style format with Raw Underground, like, what, a year sometime during pandemic? Yeah. Uh, and after some early promise, we're talking about, like, week two. Yeah, week one and two. Yeah, it, it pretty much shit the bed. and It was abandoned by the WWE. In the latest Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Meltzer mentions that WWE might be interested in acquiring another similarly-themed property, we're talking about GCW's Bloodsport. Now, if you recall also, before we get into the actual quote here, um, the first thing that so many people, because Matt Riddle, I think, was the originator of yeah. Bloodsport. Yeah. yeah. And when Raw Underground dropped, I think he tweeted something like, this looks familiar. Yeah. So there were immediately some noticeable parallels, and people were yes. bringing this up on social media. Yes. So from the newsletter here, uh, Meltzer points out that Brett Lauderdale on his podcast so that the biggest wrestling company in the world has expressed interest in the Bloodsport brand. He said there had been discussions. He also said that Stephanie McMahon invited him to WrestleMania on Sunday, put him in a suite, and came by to say hi and said a lot of nice things about GCW. There is a picture of them, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I didn't know if like GCW, who hey, they probably got some money these days, went ahead and and, and got a suite themselves for WrestleMania. Yeah, I don't know. Apparently, the claim is Stephanie. Yeah, put them up in a suite. So, uh, if we're really going to parse this this bit here, there's several things to to, to look into. One, when you he- see the phrase "biggest wrestling company in the world," yeah, automatically assume WWE because they are literally the biggest wrestling company in the world. But they also brand themselves as sports entertainment. So, oh, wow! And also, nothing here about acquiring the brand per se, just interested in it oh well brett's a promoter yeah he's but, a promoter yeah but maybe they want to have maybe they, they want to say hey bob lashley you want to go to gcw Bloodsport and show what a badass you are go ahead that would be cool okay that would be mind-blowing that would be absolutely i don't think it's going to happen happened. but it'd be awesome no that would be awesome uh, yeah i i don't know man it's it is it's really difficult look this is fun this is really cool to think about, but Brett Lauderdale, he's a promoter. So who the hell knows what any of know. that means? You're because you're absolutely right. This dude could be, he could be, you know, just dropping all this, you know, misinfo and info and, and half truths and stuff like that. Just to drum up some word, just to drum up some interest for all we know, GCW did pay for that suite. And and she was taking a picture with every, you know, Tom, Dick and Harry there. Who is who? Who plunked down that that sweet money for a sweet? Um, S- oh, okay. Yeah, you did correct yourself. I thought you meant just sweet money as S U I T E money, but you said sweet money as S W E E T. Yeah, see what I did and there then for the sweet. Yes, a little play on words. Um, so yeah, because he's living the sweet life, man. Uh, well, that's it. Could be either. In that it case. could be either one. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's that show. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. Who knows what this is? Hopefully, it's something cool. Bob Lashley at Bloodsport. Hell yeah, <laughs> do it. A Moss at Bloodsport. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be killer. Veer comes on Bloodsport. That'd be great. I'd love it. That would be I'd great. Love it. That'd be yeah, great. that'd be sick. Who knows if anything will happen with that? Oh, though. I doubt anything will happen with it. Mox. Could you imagine that? Mox versus Bob Lashley at Bloodsport. That'd be the problem huge. is that somebody's got to lose a match at Bloodsport. I know, and the politics of that. Nobody is going from AEW and losing a blood sport. Nobody's going from WWE. Double knockout. That's what you do. That's what we got to bring it. We got to bring GCW's blood sport to when we do the We Book Raw in like six months or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, this would be our stomping ground tournament. Remember that? Yeah, that, that was, was awesome. Shoot, that was a shoot fight tournament. God. You only win by submission or KO. We're a couple of geniuses, man. Let's talk about another genius. Chugs. Adam Cole, Cole baby. baby. So this is always very interesting, and we were always trying to wrap our heads around this one. So late in 2020, reports surfaced that WWE had instituted, of course, a ban on their talents using third-party platforms like Twitch 
and of course Cameo. You guys remember we had all sorts of purple going on in our thumbnails at the time. It had a picture of Paige in the Twitch logo, Adam yep. Cole in the Twitch yep. logo, angry Vince McMahon, right? So in a recent interview with Fightful, Adam Cole Bebe talked about whether he was asked to stop streaming on Twitch during his time in NXT. And these transcripts come to you from our friends over at WrestleTalk. He said this, so yes and no is the best way I could put it. Like it was in some ways mentioned to me about, you know, Twitch maybe being a problem. And then I kind of gave them my two cents in the sense of, you know, I'm not using Adam Cole. I'm wearing video game t-shirts. I don't curse on my streams. I was very, very careful thinking if there's a seven-year-old WWE fan watching me play this game, I don't want them to go, oh my God, Adam Cole said what? You know, I was very, very careful about that, and I still institute that to this day, even with AEW. But what I kind of, in uh, in a lot of ways, again, made it very clear to this person that Twitch was something that I really did not want to give up and was not willing to give up. And fortunately for me, they just kind of let that slide. Kind of just said, okay, all right, we're just going to let it go. And then I managed to continue to stream on Twitch. Hmm. That's awesome. He said, so look... I'm going to play by the rules by which I'm not going to get in anybody. I'm not going to get in trouble. I'm not going to give you guys any problems, but I'm not giving this shit up. And he did basically everything he could to separate his Twitch property from the Adam Cole persona. Still does. Still does to this day. And and, and I believe around this time it was reported that this Twitch ban just applied to made roster talents, not NXT talents. So, of course, at the time, Adam Cole was in NXT. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it, where this falls in the timeline regarding him uh, potentially negotiating a new contract with them. If this was a thing where they brought to him, he was like, no, I'm not doing it. And they were like, well, he has leverage. We want to resign him. We don't want to uh, alienate him in any way. We don't want to piss him off. Yeah. You know, um, but, you know, even even around this time, there's other NXT talents who were still streaming on Twitch, even though main roster talents could not. Up to a point there was, because at a certain point, a bunch of them, even before they hit main rot, like Dakota Kai stopped. Remember there was like yeah. that group that just sort of, maybe like they made sort of kind of like a pseudo statement together mm. or at the same time and then they stopped. Dakota Kai's back on, but she's taking the Chugs route. She's Charlie girl. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I, I sort of don't think, I, I've only noticed her playing a lot of little nightmares. Um, I haven't noticed her doing any wrestling related stuff there. Yeah. I could be completely wrong about that. I don't know. Maybe she plays 2K. I don't know. I think she might be playing. I think she might have played some 2K stuff. Um but uh but yeah I don't know. That's look man that that's that's great for him for saying look I know that I'm not doing anything wrong and you guys don't really have a whole lot of leverage over me so I'm just gonna do it. Yep. And then you guys do what you do. Yep. And, uh, and you know, Chugs is still a very popular uh, thing for him, and he seems to love it. Honestly, oh, like yeah. the fucking nicest guy, yeah. even on Twitch, whenever we raid him, he'll stop whatever he's doing, Elden Ring, whatever, and he'll go full screen, full face cam, be like, thank you guys so much. I'm Chugs. I'm a variety streamer. Basically, I don't, I don't know what it was, but recently there was uh, several people talking about the first person uh, encounters with Adam Cole and everybody across the board. Nicest dude. dude. Nicest dude. Nicest guy. Honestly, the nicest guy. I was lucky enough to meet him in person once. I'm aware of that. <laughs> I like bringing that up, don't you? <laughs> when it comes up, it's apropos to the conversation. I'll absolutely bring it up. I mean, that wasn't necessary. Okay, anyways, let's move on. Let's talk about... <laughs> next talk time about... we play basketball, I'm going to remember next time I launch a three, I'm going to bring that up. Sure, I'll make sure your feet are behind the line. How about that? <laughs> oh, man. Let's talk about... Uh, speaking of nice guys, apparently W. Morrissey on Impact's a nice guy now. He had a great promo to open up the show. Let's uh, talk about some Impact. Absolutely, man. What did you think? So, like, it's been a while. I know... Last time like, I watched, I bring, I... Up, I bring up Morrissey being a nice guy because last time I watched, he was a heel. He's a bad guy. And now he's got a face turn. You got Matt Cardona, Brian Myers, Chelsea Green coming after him. I imagine that's going to be, a, if it has not announced already, might be a match on Rebellion on the 23rd. Um, I mean, Impact is, is is and has been for a while, a consistently good, if not a bit unspectacular show. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's consistent. It's really consistent. You know what you get going into an episode of Impact. 
you're gonna get some pretty good wrestling you're gonna get some decent stories mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. i mean this week there was like a really long talkie bit that kind of went nowhere yeah luckily it was towards the finish of the show yeah yeah like, and then the, the yeah. main event was really good so the main event was really good. I know. I thought it was a. I thought it was a darn good show. I thought that it was kind of interesting watching it. <coughs> excuse me. So they're uh, they're uh, they were from Philly this week, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, from like you know whatever the ECW. It was like the 20, ECW twenty three hundred arena, whatever they call it. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, I thought that it uh, like it looked a little bit different uh, uh, production wise. It, it felt like a little bit more new Japan influenced with some of the stuff they were doing with their cameras. There were a lot more crowd reaction shots throughout. I noticed that. Hey, you know what? Shout out to impact though, for having a much like beefier crowd. Yeah. Not talking about the individuals. I'm talking about like the amount of people in the the crowd, 30 or 40 people that were showing up to their TV tapings in Nashville. It seems like they're actually getting some traction and uh and the product is is actually it's like you said it's not spectacular but it's solid i could see you know if i could see somebody if like hey man i only have two hours i want to dick around with all these other companies being into impact and people seem to be staying there for a little bit longer you know Mm -hmm. they have their own i guess you can call them pillars or whatever that stick around for longer than just a cup of coffee yeah um and uh and yeah no i i thought it was uh i thought it was a pretty decent uh, uh episode you got Rebellion coming up uh, next weekend. Next so there's Saturday, one yeah. more episode. Yep. Uh, there's the Go Home episode. Um, so, uh, so yeah, no, we're, we're going to run this down here, and then we'll talk about some NXT UK. Kicked off with a W. Morrissey promo. Said it feels good to be back in this arena on his terms. So if you guys remember, I guess the last time W. Morrissey was in this arena was the incident when, um, like, didn't he have, like, a seizure or something? And, uh, and he had to be sort of taken out. Um, he says tonight, he says that was the lowest point in my entire life and I had nowhere to go and I had nobody to go to, but tonight I come back clean, sober in the best shape of my life. And the first time in my life, I can finally admit after 34 years that I'm not alone. And that's because of you people, the fans, he gives a face, you people promo. Mm -hmm. And he says, so thank you for your support. He says, I was given a second chance and the good Lord knows I'm going to take advantage of every opportunity I've been given. And then he's interrupted by that son of a bitch, the most professional oh, the most professional, professional wrestler. wrestler, Brian Myers. Brian yeah, Myers. He says, boo-hoo, what exactly do you want for people to feel sorry for you? So he says, uh, Morris, you've been handed a golden opportunity, one the boys in back could only dream of, and you pissed it all away for a good time. He says, uh, people should feel sorry for me because you're a menace. You tried to sabotage my commentary career and destroyed valuable collectibles I had ringside. History is going to repeat itself. And if you keep messing with me, you'll end up half dead on the floor of this arena again. Oof. Oh, ah. So Morris, by this time, Myers is on the uh, apron. Morrissey charges him. Myers drops off. and They kind of run around ringside a bit. Eventually, Morrissey catches up to Myers, starts beating him up, sets up the table, looking for a powerbomb. Then Chelsea Green comes out, mm. distracts Morrissey, and then Cardona blasts Morrissey with the digital media championship. Meyer super kicks him, and then they put him through the table. Yeah. Oof. Uh, after that. So I guess we're are we going to get like Cardona versus uh, W. Morrissey at Rebellion? Something like that. Something like what that. is that? Yeah. I, was looking, I was trying to look at the Rebellion. Yeah, there's here. nine matches on the card already, Ooh. so I don't remember if that was on there. After that, we got Deanna Parazzo in the Champ Champ Open Challenge. Willow Nightingale mm. answers wants a shot at the ring of honor women's title fun match yeah uh finish saw willow looking for a moonsault diana counters the power bomb she's looking for a pile driver instead willow counters with the backdrop hits a clothesline and right out of that clothesline diana goes right into an arm bar and then like she's doing a double fujiwara arm bar for a finish now it looks like it hurts mm. oh yeah and that's how she got the win i could totally see because willow's not signed with AEW, is she I could see NXT scooping her up in a heartbeat. She's she's so good. Totally get a name change. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a Mickey James interview. Of course, she's in a thing with Chelsea Green. She says, me and Chelsea, we're just getting started. She says, I was personally excited about wrestling Chelsea, but she thinks I treat her like a little sister. It's like I'm about to give her an ass whooping a big sister would dish out. So Chelsea steps in, says, uh, I don't need it. She says, I don't need anybody else to kick your ass. Mickey says, yeah. And then uh, uh, Dexter, they trade shots. Cardona and Meyer step in. 
and they hold up Mickey James so Chelsea Green can get in a couple of licks there, mm-hmm. put the clobbering on, and leave her laying. Yeah. Uh, then we got Tasha Steele's interview. Uh, she's got a match against Rosemary at Rebellion. She says, uh, I know Rosemary and Kay. They have a lot of history. She doesn't forget that Rosemary took the tag titles from her. She says, but now I'm on top of the knockout mountain in the mind games that Rosemary wants to play. Uh, uh, I'll be ready for him. And then like a bunch of lights flicker on the screen. And then Rosemary and the rest of the K show up on the monitors behind her and talk some trash and then laugh. Ooh, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, after that, you know, and I noticed also like the backstage stuff wasn't as ill lit. Yeah. As, as usual, it was a bit softer. So that was nice. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had Jonathan Gresham versus Rocky Romero. This was it's a fun match. Such a fun match. This mm-hmm. is really, really cool. Gresham wins with, I love how you put it here. A crazy slingshot roll up thing. I don't know how else to describe it. He slingshots himself yeah. off the apron into the ring and seamlessly into like a crazy roll up type deal. Yeah. And I love Rocky's reaction to this was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. You know, how how yeah. did I just all of a sudden lose this match? Yeah, I know. Uh, we had a really cool Josh. There was two of these Josh Alexander from his Josh Alexander's perspective. And he's, of course, got this match against Moose coming up mm-hmm. at Rebellion. And they did another one. So a couple of video packages with Josh Alexander and Moose. Really, really well done. Hyping mm-hmm. up their match. Of course, Moose recently speared uh, Josh Alexander's wife during a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was uh, that's that's the genesis of this feud. Well, yeah. the genesis is before that when Moose cashed in the cashed trophy. in yeah, yeah exactly he won the yeah. title from josh alexander the night josh alexander beat christian for the title exactly uh, uh we're, we're backstage and speedball mike bailey's warming up with the heavy bag ace austin steps in they got like a i don't know like a weird kind of friendship thing going on it's like yeah. friends but they're not and ace right. austin's of the impression they're a team mm-hmm. well they are not anyway so ace is like hey uh josh alexander broke uh, madman fulton's a- uh, ankle last week He's not making it to rebellion, so it's just going to be you and me. Mm-hmm. And Mike Bailey goes, "Ah, oh, yeah, you and me and Trey, because yeah. they're facing Trey Miguel for the X Division title." And Ace says, "No, no, no, you and me. You know what I mean?" Mm, no. And then Bailey says, "I know exactly what you mean," and then just walks out on him. Yeah. So Ace wants those two guys to take out Trey, Trey Miguel. Yes. And then Ace Austin will low blow. They then they will face off. Yes, and probably right. that. But Mike then, Bailey's like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not teaming up with you. I know your game. You're making it fairly obvious. Yep. Uh, after that, we had Steve Macklin versus Alex Shelley. So, in my understanding, there's this is also another triple threat that's going down. Yeah, it's Macklin, Jay White, and Saban. And Saban, right? Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, of course, this entire time, Macklin is being distracted by Saban, Alex Shelley's running buddy. There you go. Yeah. Oh, oh, Chris Saban, I was watching this, but let's make this joke anyways. Chris Saban just kept pointing at his hand, and Mac was like, what this. are you pointing at? What, what is, is that? It? It's just the crease that's between your, your... That's your thumb joint. Why are you pointing at that? Thumb your finger. What are you pointing there for? Stop doing that. Stop like, doing that. Motor City. It's like, that's... No, that's your thumb joint. It's like, no, this is Michigan. It's your hand. There's, there's the Upper Peninsula, though. You can't forget about that. <laughs> Uh, so anyways, Macklin gets distracted by Saban, which is happening the entire match. And yep. Shelly's able to hit the shell shocked for the win, uh, which kind of, I think, doesn't look great for Saban going into this triple threat. Oh, you got yeah. Macklin, you got Saban. So Saban's probably going to end up eating a pin, so which is, it's going to be this. This is my guess. Saban's going to eat Blade Runner. Macklin's going to throw Jay White off him and get the pin on Saban. That could be because Chris Saban beat Jay White finally at a multiverse of matches over Mania weekend. Okay. All right. So that's my uh, guess here. Saban ain't winning for sure. No, he's there to eat the pin, and Jay yeah. White ain't eating a pin. So all yeah. things coming up, Macklin. Yep. Seems that way. So uh, earlier on being the impact, BTI, uh, the influence, fire uh, Caleb. That's a big story beat for being the impact. I know. For a pre-show. And then also this, Morrissey powerbombing Caleb through the table. That's a big – I mean, could you imagine – what if he gets hurt? Could you imagine getting hurt for fucking being the impact? Yeah, no. Uh, Following that, we we see Madison Rain backstage. She's on her phone with Tennille Dashwood. Uh, She walks up to Giselle Shaw, and Shaw's like, oh, sorry for your loss tonight. Madison's like, we won. We didn't lose. And she goes, no, because you couldn't keep Caleb's influence around. And then Madison says, no, nah, me and Tennille will be fine. If I remember correctly, I pinned you. 
Giselle at multiversal matches. We're going to be fine without Caleb and Shadis goes, see about that. <laughs> Pretty weak comeback there. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had that uh, aforementioned Moose video package. Pretty well done. Yeah, it was really he good. Had completely clear conscience, so I could sleep fine at night, knowing that I speared Josh Alexander's wife. Uh, after that, oh <sighs> boy. So here, I, let me try to truncate this. So it's honor no more. They come to the ring. They pretty much talk about the history between him, Mike Bennett, and Matt Taven have in that yeah. building, what that building means to Ring of Honor and how that relates to ECW right. and how uh, Philly fans are known to be some of the most passionate pro wrestling fans. However, when it comes to Ring of Honor and specifically them, fickle, mm-hmm. fickle, turn their backs on, Bullet Club comes out. They say, uh, we're the best. It's <laughs> pretty much the gist. That's good. Yeah, that's true. They take the long scenic route saying we're the best. We're the best. We're the best. And so Chris Bay then challenges them to a fight. Brawl breaks out the ring, spills out to the floor, and then PCO hits a senton off the top rope of the floor, takes out everybody because he's got a match against Jonah next. Yeah, so why not do that right before you have a match? I mean, that's that's perfect PCO reasoning. It really really is a very PCO thing to do. Uh, So, yeah, you get that for the main event, PCO versus Jonah. This was tons of fun. Mm-hmm. It's just it's one of those things where it's like I don't know how PCO does what he does. I mean, at this point, this dude's just hitting so many swantons from the top onto so many aprons and just tumbling down. And that's what happened in this. Jonah's able to get out of the way. Eventually, he hits a tsunami off the top for the win, and then he blasts PCO with a chair. Then he puts a chair on him, hits another splash. Of course, this is sending a message to Ishii because they've got a match at Rebellion as well all right then we had nxt uk uh again you know another fun episode it's kind of a bummer though we are seeing the disintegration the disillusion of gallus larson very sad about this i am sad too they got one of the best theme songs in all wrestling true oh ah. thank you they they have mastered the three-way handshake yeah the their chemistry is top notch it's great together angie's list is now angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why i thought it was an eco move fewer words less paper no it was so you could say it faster no it's to be more iconic must be a tech thing but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, if, if, this, if this is beginning and the end for Gallus, it's going to be pretty sad. But at the same time, you know, we can, we can celebrate their time together which has been a, a, a while they've been or they, they've since been the a very beginning since like the beginning yeah, yeah. gosh boys on top no longer no more seemingly Gallus no more boys on on bottom now yeah uh so uh so yeah that continues to disintegrate because they lost to the lowly team of dave mastiff and jack stars no you know no disrespect intended to them but gallus was tag team champions for like ever joe coffee perpetual main eventer uh, and uh, and now they've all lost to friggin' Noam Dar, and uh, and now the brothers, the Coffee Brothers, can't, can't even, even get on the exist. same page. No, they can't, can't even. They barely, exist. they barely looked at each other. They couldn't even get a handshake down. Like Joe Coffee was going for a fist bump, and Mark was trying for the, yeah, yeah, that was, was a mess. mess. It was all a mess. Yeah. So Jack Stars, Jack Stars, Jack Stars with a power bomb. Got the pin on Joe Koff. Mm-hmm. Pretty shocking. Yeah. Uh, after Pretty that, shocking. we had a Ilya Dragunov interview. And this is like right after his match last week. He's like, hold on. I got to catch my breath because I just had like a near-death experience out there wrestling Roderick Strong. That was great. And that so was Roddy awesome. walks in. And he's like, hey, 
We're going to see each other again. And then Jordan Devlin, of all people, walks in. He got beat by Ilya with both the Ilya's hands tied behind his Ilya back. Ilya literally had his hands tied behind his back. And he still was able to beat Jordan Devlin. What claim does Jordan Devlin have to be rolling up in his well, baby gap leather jacket? This is what he said. He said, when I said empty arena, I didn't mean tables and stuff. One-on-one, I could beat you. Uh, you might have the title, but I'm the Irish Ace. Ilya should be laughing his ass off. I know. He's like, bro, I'm sorry. I beat you with my hands tied behind my back. Um, no, I like the little interaction between Ilya and, and Roderick, though, because Roderick, he said, we'll see each other again, but he was like, I told you, you were something special. Yeah. It was really nice. It was really good. Uh, after that, we had a Kenny Williams, Sam Gradwell video package. They've got a back alley brawl next week. Yeah. Oh, this is there's And there's just pictures of, like, shards of glass, broken windows, bricks, concrete yeah. slabs. Yeah. yeah. This is going to be fun. This is going to be good stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Or it's going to be goofy as fuck. I don't know. One or the other. Uh, yeah, and then Mako Satamora comes to the ring. She calls out Isla Dawn, says, bring me my title back. So Isla comes out to the stage, and uh, uh, she says, I know it's not me you want. You want this. Mm-hmm. She sends the title. Says, in our short time together, I've grown quite attached to it, but I'm willing to temporarily hand it back to you on one condition. I get a rematch. And then she puts the belt on the mat, tells Mako to get it one last look at it, because soon it's going to be mine. So Mako picks it up, tells Isla, if you want to fight again, all you had to do was ask. Mm-hmm. And then Isla spits black mist Ooh. in Mako's face, said this Ooh. match will take place in my domain, a world of darkness. Yeesh. Yeesh. Uh, after that, we had an Amel interview. Uh, she said, I'm, I'm going to be watching, what's her name? Eliza. Alexander. Alexander. So I'm going to be watching her match tonight. She said, uh, uh, I, might have, I might have shown her a sweeter side, but I'm f- still full of rage. And it's only a matter of time before I get my hands on Eliza and Zia Brookside. And then we go to early in the show during a break where Gallus is arguing inside their locker room. And then a uh, door open. Joe storms out. Door closes. Mm. Ah. Uh, after that, uh, so this is Goofy. So Wild Boar is feuding with uh, Eddie Dennis. It's, Dennis uh, uh, symbiosis. Symbiosis. And so Mark Andrews, who actually does have a long history feuding with Eddie Dennis, but now he doesn't have a partner because uh, Flash weren't, Morgan Webster weren't, left. Weren't Mark Andrews and Eddie Dennis, Eddie Dennis, and the Alliance in progress? They, I think it was both because they, they had that match at Wembley yeah. when they did that giant show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that was their match, and apparently it was a, just a stellar match. So they've had like I think they've been like a feud, but also an alliance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I'm sure maybe one of our Brit friends here can can help I us out. Reading that. about that. So this, yeah, they, they have a long. Answer. This was Mark Andrews saying, "Oh, I know, I know. Uh, I've been friends with Wild Boar 15 years, and then Wild Boar to start yelling." Mm-hmm. And he was blowing out the mic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> couldn't understand what he was saying. Right. And so. Oh, my God. You killed the mic. <laughs> yeah. You totally killed the mic. This episode is. A, we're kicking off these Friday episodes. Amazing, man. That's great. <laughs> Maggie says you scared the hell out of me. Oh, we got another. What the hell? Hold on. Let me check. Make sure. Is this a Zoom thing? What's going on with this? <laughs> oh, Fridays are wild already, man. Fridays are wild. So, yeah, Borg just screams in the mic, and Mark Andrews is like, nah, you know, where I'm from. And he keeps on pointing out his subculture stuff. And uh, and Wild Borg just seems mildly confused by the subculture aspect of things because he's like, He's like, well, I'm not part of your group. I'm not part of subculture. After that, we had Angel Hayes versus Eliza Alexander. Of course, this is Eliza Alexander's debut match as Zia Brookside's heavy, her heater. And uh, Eliza gets a win after a really stiff clothesline and a shining wizard yeah. on Angel Hayes. Yeah. Uh, then after that, we had Amelia McKenzie interview. Uh, she's talking about how all her hard work has been paying off and she's been training with the best. And then she's interrupted by Stevie Turner, who's just kind of like lingering in the background. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you may uh, 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 chose to uh, uh, be mentored by Mako, but Mako chose you because she didn't see you as a threat. 
Yeah, you're garbage. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, this has got to be. So I guess Mill has Millie been on a winning streak lately? Did she win against? I think so. Is she? Because I know she was on a on a gnarly. Yeah, she was on a losing streak for a stretch. I'm trying to remember who she just, if she beat somebody, who it was. Where's her cage match profile? Anyways, Anyways what, what happened that. next? After that, we had a Mustache Mountain and uh, uh, Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith video package about their story for the tag titles. Uh, Trent consistently, continually, now that he has a belt, doing whatever it takes in his mind to get the W because he can't lose that title. Ah, uh, to, Angel to, Hayes and Nina Samuel. She's beat both of them. Gotcha. So it's going to lead to a feud at some point between uh, Burt, Tyler Bate, and uh, his uh, uh, bangers and smash partner, Del Boy. Trent Seven, Del Boy. Yeah. They, 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 yeah, they got to break them up. Send Burt and uh, Del Boy, uh, Tyler and uh, Trent Seven, to NXT 2.0. Mm-hmm. Um, Give him some sort of like you know uh, horrible Cockney gimmick or something I don't know, and uh, and Trent could be as his is it should look they should be a tag team, but there ain't no chance in hell they're gonna hire forty five year old Trent Seven or whatever I think he's like maybe forty, uh, he's not what they're looking they're looking for half his age which is Trent which is Tyler Tyler yeah. Bate but Tyler but, Bate with a different name but Trent is a is probably the best talker NXT UK has I know. So you put him on the mic. I would actually dig seeing him as Tyler Bates' manager. I would yeah. totally be into just that. Keep and then the, it, just keep the towels away from Trent. Keep the towels away from him. Can't trust that. No. Uh, we had a, a really solid main event. Tail man taking on A-Kid, which seems. Maybe. Like it might finally be A-Kid's final uh, match in NXT UK. But now Maybe. that you've said that, next week he's going to get an interview weeks. where he's like, I'm not sure where to go from here. Yeah. You know, and then my, uh, flight, somebody, my flight on the Concord got delayed. And then like Eddie Dennis will run into him in the hall in the performance center. And then he'll team up with uh, the new subculture, Wild Boar and Mark Andrews for a six man against uh, Symbiosis and Eddie Dennis. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds right. Solid match. Tailman wins with the, uh, his great. Awesome. It's fantastic. Oh. Like a flipping reverse DDT. Finish is fantastic. That finish is killer, man. It's, it's absolutely great. Killer. It's great. Uh, we got SmackDown and Rampage tonight, of course. 3 o'clock, we'll be playing some GTA online with friendos. 4 o'clock, we're going to watch Rampage because uh, the main event sounds like it's going to be pretty awesome. Uh, SmackDown, two segments announced. You got Jinder Mahal challenging Ricochet for the Intercontinental title. And then Drew McIntyre takes on Sami Zayn. So yeah, we're doing that. Uh, we're that's that's a new thing we're doing also on Fridays, two hours of GTA. But this week, because Rampage is on at four, we're gonna do one hour GTA, one hour Rampage. We're opening the entire thing up to the public, including GTA. So uh, so yeah, that should be fun. We'll be doing that, um, and then uh, yeah, that's that's that mattress man. Uh, let's see here. Did you mention uh, what's going down on Rampage? No. Cool. On Rampage, Hangman Adam Page versus Adam Cole in a Texas death match. They're going to be bleeding. Oh, yes. Uh, the Blackpool Clobberin' Club versus the Gun Club. That's uh, all my confidence points on the BCC. Oh, that's right. We can actually gamble on these matches tonight. Because <gasps> it's live. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, channel Ru- points, not real money, by the way. Right, channel points. And then Ruby Soho... Is making according to Maggie, she read somewhere that it's been 113 days since Ruby's been on TV. Sounds right. I think I saw something like that too. It's a long time. Versus Robin Renegade in the Owen. That sounds like a WWE name in the Owen Hart tournament qualifying match. All my confidence also on Ruby. So I mean, it's going to be three matches and it's kind of all gimmies. Yeah, I know. Page versus Cole. I'll at least be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna get to some questions here in a second. You know what? That'd be kind of fun, man. We haven't done this mm. in a little while, and I know we asked the we asked the friendos a little while ago uh, to leave us some some ratings and reviews in the podcast realm. So every Friday, we're gonna take a look at some of your comments, some of your reviews. It's a free, easy way to help support going in raw. Try to boost us up in the rankings. Yes. Let's l- listen to this guy, Lubricant Hornet. I know that's that a name. familiar name. I know that name. Listen, listen to the scathing criticism he gave us. No, let me hear it. I really enjoy this pod. Steven Larson are great dudes. Ooh. If I could critique one thing, 
It would be Steve's fear of bidets. Poor dude has got to polish that rusty sheriff's badge. He speculates that yours, that Larson's rusty sheriff badge is just fine. We'll neither neither confirm nor deny. I don't have a bidet, but I don't have an issue with them. I'm not going to say I fear them, but I would probably steer clear of them. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Here we go. Section leader Sanchez says this best wrestling podcast. What's up, guys? Been listening to y'all since your machinima days. Hmm. My go-to listening podcast when I'm at work driving. Keep up the great work. And Steve, your Stone Cold impressions are hilarious. That's not me. That's our Stone Cold impersonator, Phil McDonald. I mean, it might not be for long, not because he's not good, because price is getting through the roof. Yeah, dude, he's able to charge more and more these days. Absolutely. Through uh, the roof. Uh, while you scan for those, we got a couple new patrons I'll, I'll, uh, I'll shout out right now. Zilla. Uh, Jimmy Cologne and Sam. Thank you all. Mm-hmm. Sorry, uh, go ahead. This is interesting here. Uh, Richard A. Sounds like a severance name. Uh, says uh, the best wrestling podcast. Says these guys are absolutely hilarious. Steve's impressions kill me. Larson's sense of humor and ability to seem ability to seem like Steve's erratic energy constantly annoys him. Makes for some hilarious banter. Seems? Seems. Seems? I'm not doing my job if you're just faking it. That's not kayfabe, brother. I want to get under your skin. Oh, you're under. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got one more patron here. Uh, Bob Zombie. Thank you, Bob Zombie. Oh, that's awesome. Bob Zombie. Let's see here. I want to find find a a bad one here. Oh, here's this one. What is this one? This one gave us five stars. A thumbs up uh, for the title. Yerp0091528 says, I love Larson's lack of energy. Interesting. That's all he said. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll keep on keep I'll keep doing that. For uh-oh. Sure. Uh-oh. For sure. So I I I I scrolled past a ton of five-star reviews to get to this one-star review. Good. That's what I want to hear. The title of this review is negative. It just That's says the title? negative. That's the title is negative. All right. But then the actual meat, I understand why he said that. Too negative, too AEW biased. That's all it so, says. Yeah, that's all huh. it says. All right. We are well-known AEW sweaties, Larson. Uh, let's see here. And then the, the latest one. There's a bunch of these, though, but thank you so much. The latest one is from 47 Ness. It says, survey says... Another win for the shit twins. <laughs> he says, always fun to catch up on the week to week with this podcast. Sure. Not necessarily a hundred percent with all their wrestling opinions, but at least they discuss and evolve their thoughts openly. And that's saying a lot. He says, PS, I always mark out to references to the Nick. I'm that 0.5% who enjoys it. Oh, I love that was the a good Nick. show. That was a good what show. A, what a spectacular show. Let's this answer all, some questions, man. This I put is up all we are. This is all we are, man. It's a bunch of guts. Uh, let's take a look here. Got some questions. Uh, Jason Lewis asks, how believable is the heel authority trope in 2022? I think it's still believable. I think it's just kind of, it's, it's been played out. There haven't been a lot of new sort of innovations with the heel authority thing, but I'm hoping Sony Deville might bring something new to it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, Anthony Tobias, will there be any title changes about the belts champs retained? Retained. Champs retain. Retain. I'd be shocked if anybody uh, got titles off of the, the champions right now. Yeah. Uh, Nikhil says, if Steve Larson and the Enforcer had to be renamed, what would be your new names? Uh... uh... Hmm. Mine would be Cletus. Cletus. All right. I'll be Cletus. All right. That's what Lacey has. It's it's a, my, yeah, my karaoke yeah, yeah, name. Yeah. Lacey's got it tattooed on on her. All right. So. All right. I'll be Cletus. Um. Oh well, wait, 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 our names the, the the our alter egos back at the, the Machinima shorts that we did. Uh, oh. 
Thanks, guys. Oh, that Kenneth guy. Habershaw. Yeah, Kenneth Habershaw. Right. What was my name? Bill Coyote. Bill Coyote. Oh, man. Bill Coyote. That's the <laughs> name right there. And then the enforcer would be the, 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 he'd be Astro Heavy. There you go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Bill Coyote, Kenneth Habershaw. Kenneth uh, J. Habershaw the third, to be exact. Greg Morris, what do you think will be the main event of SummerSlam? I'm going to go with Roman Drew. Roman Cody. Could be. That could totally be. Like maybe Cody wins count out at Madison Square Garden against Roman, and then they have the, the title match there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandong asks, Tony Khan does not want Satnam Singh's debut to be the worst in AEW history. So he calls somebody that he knows books wrestling worse than anybody you guys. How would you book mm. the worst debut? I would do this. Here's my idea. So give me a Claudio cameraman. Okay. Yeah. yeah. This is what we do. So next week, Samoa Joe is once again defending that Ring of Honor TV title in the main event. And uh, uh, it's against, I don't know, uh, Dalton Castle. Joe wins. And at the end of the show, Jay Lethal and, Son and, and, and Sanjay Dutt, once again, they got the box. They come out, and Joe's like, you're going to do the same thing, aren't you? So they open the box. like, hey, we got a prize for you. And then they pull out. And what, but they, what they pull out is not a middle finger. It's a little miniature, and he's like CG'd, version of Claudio Castagnoli. So it's like a little tiny Cesaro. Good. And then every week he gets a little bit bigger. That's good. <laughs> and, a little, and it's just confused. It's like, why is he so small? And Tony's like, yeah, I'm just trying to tank this into the ground immediately. That's good. Yeah. Sort of top of that. It's really bad. It is. But, but to answer the question, that's a good answer to the question. It's very confusing. Uh, Fear and Loathing asked, you're going into a partner asked to borrow a few bucks. What's the limit that you don't care or ask for it back? I assume it means monetary limit. As a shoot, I don't know. You're good for it. So, like, if you're in a real bind and you're like, hey, you know, I'm. Steve, I need $10,000 right now. <laughs> I don't know if I could get that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that in cash. I'm not liquid, man. You know, Come on, man. Was, need the money, Steve. If you approach me like that, I'd be like, mm mm. But if you're like, hey, listen, man, there's like a, you know, I got some giant goober in my head, like a big tumor or something in my head, and it's going to explode. And doctor says he needs 10000 I'd be like, okay, let me talk to Lacey about refinancing. <laughs> you know, I mean, I don't know. You're good for it. I don't want you to die. Yeah. You're good for it. I'd, I'd hook you up to the extent that I could hook you up. Yeah, same. Sure. Same. You know. Same. Same. Uh, but in kayfabe, like 10 bucks. <laughs> That's I, the extent of your I can go 50. You think you can go 50? All yeah, right. I'd go 50. Okay. Whatever you go, I'll go one more. But then after, dollars. but then after like three weeks, I'd be like, "Hey, let me depress you here, but you got my money." <laughs> yeah, I'd say, "How about this? We take it to the basketball court. I pay my debt off, double or nothing." Yeah, exactly. Then I just get myself in a hole. It turns out you've been, you've been, uh, uh, I've been hustling you the whole time. You've been hustling the whole time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. All those mm -hmm. L's, man. Uh, let's see here. Ross Cody will end on this one. So he said, uh, actually, no, we're going to end on a different one. Uh, but he says, uh, so today you covered Impact in NXT UK. What other promotions would you like to cover if you had the time? Stardom. 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 It'd be stardom. Uh, and then we'll end on this one. Uh, Nick, White Brownie, says, have you guys considered making the Dynamite NXT reviews into one like you did this week? He says, I feel like it flows better and gives you guys more rest. Um, the problem with that is we uh, have uh, advertisement obligations. Mm -hmm. So we have to run five a week. Um, now, what I could see us doing, perhaps, maybe, on uh, like once a month, because we've been sort of doing that. Uh, we get together here at the house. We produce some gaming stuff. We do a gaming live stream for uh, Friendo Club TV, and we do like a retro review, like we did with King of the Ring '96. I think the sort of the loose plan is to do that like once a month. Mm -hmm. um, and in that case, we will be rolling the NXT review into the AEW one on those weeks. Yeah, I'll be honest. I'm not huge on it because that's four hours of wrestling. We got to try to get into roughly an hour podcast. I feel like I've rushed through the AEW stuff too much when we do 
both the AEW or the NXT stuff? The, the AEW stuff. Yeah. You're like, I don't care about rushing through the NXT stuff. Um, yeah, I don't know. I Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I mean, I don't... If if it wasn't for the ads, I'd be like, yeah, sure, I'll take that extra afternoon off. Yeah, I'm for fine sure. with that. For sure. But, you know, the bottom line is, financially speaking, we got to make that money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Mayor Planet used to just rush through the NXT stuff. I don't like rushing through any stuff. Yeah. 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 Anyways. Uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.